from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KTYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo, here's your host, Steve. Yeah, we're on the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show, Dugout Podcast. And there's three points I want to hit on this evening's episode. Uh, from the baseball perspective, of course, we look at it from an inside-out approach with not only our team, but, of course, rest of the Major League Baseball, the league itself. But also just the fine-line points that I want to tackle throughout the uh, 2022 season. Um, first, uh, you know, the, the episode is called Rivalries because it, it's not just about the Yankees, on who we play each week, and we talk about it on a weekly basis, but it's also about opponents in their matchups as well and how they do and how they fare and how the Yankees can make up ground. And this is one of those type of episodes. I'm going to look at it as far as uh, the Yankees did what they needed to do over the weekend to sweep the the Guardians, right, the Cleveland Guardians, right? They had to do what they needed to do. And because you look at it from the teams within their division and who they're playing, like look over the weekend, you saw the Red Sox play at the Rays, down in Tampa, and then, of course, you saw uh, the Blue Jays in Houston versus the Astros, where you saw the Rays win two two out of three versus the Red Sox, and then you saw uh, uh, the Blue Jays win the first two games of their series but lose the, uh, the final game in extra innings to the Astros. And then even starting this week, even tonight, where the Red Sox are in Toronto versus the Blue Jays, so they're going to be beating up on each other. I say all this to say is the Yankees did exactly what they needed to do to rack up wins, uh, rack up series wins on top of that. You know, you had to get as many games as you can in 162. 162 games may not seem may seem like a lot of games in the season, but it really isn't when you really think about it at, at the end of the day when you're playing against uh, good competition within your division. You can't really mess up and lose ground, like losing series early on in the year because other teams are just too good and they can win a lot of series. It's going to be a lot of tight race and try to fight for playoff positioning when you get into September. But the Yankees did a very good job by sweeping the uh, the Guardians, but also got to keep tabs on how all these other series are going around the Yankees. So when you play the teams like the Royals, um, uh, maybe let's say the Tigers this year, and you, you won two out of three versus them, uh, the lowly Orioles, you have the guy to beat up on them. I mean, this is not really no new knowledge. This isn't really rocket science. This is a new breaking news coming from the sky. This is really just common sense facts in the sense of you got to win as many games as you can if you are the Yankees. So you play anybody in the AOS, let's say the, the Mariners, uh, the Angels, if you could beat up on them, in the Central, you know, the Royals, the, the Twins. Uh, the White Sox are pretty uh, pretty good this year. But uh, the Tigers, those type of teams, basically. Uh, because everything in the AL East is just jam-loaded with uh, competition and talent. Uh, and I was watching some of the series, some, just a little bit, just some, that uh, both in both series, actually. You know, the Toronto is very good, man. I mean, we've seen them. We split with them uh, at home this year. And we've seen um, – uh, we didn't, you know, we saw Boston early on this year, of course, two out of three, but 
Uh, see how they fare against the other teams this season. You know, it's a lot of games you got to play. You just got to find a way to make a run. And the Yankees did a very good job handling their part. Because honestly, even if you won two out of three, that's kind of a letdown knowing you see that Boston's playing uh, Boston's playing Tampa, Toronto's playing Houston, and they're all beating up on each other. They're, they're going to win games. They're going to lose games in these series. When the Yankees got to just go in a clean bill of slate and just just do what they got to do and sweep. And that's exactly what they did this weekend. That's a pretty good job. And continue continuing on next week and so on because now you got this week with the uh, the Red Sox and the, and the Blue Jays, and expect that to be a back and forth. Um, I, I, it's not like I could say I, who I really would want to win the series because both of them are going to be formidable foes. I think Toronto's probably the better team this season. I but nonetheless, you got to make up ground wherever you can make it ground, even if it is April the twenty fifth. Oh, and speaking of April 25th, let me say this right now and get that out the box, man. I want to say another uh, happy uh, going to an eighth year of the Bleed Blue show. Uh, it's been a great ride. Uh, eight years ago, we started this platform, talk all sports, our teams and leagues alike, and it's been a good ride. I just want to put that out there for the masters on our eighth year of the Bleed Blue show, man. I definitely have to do some sort of celebration uh, for it later on this week with these episodes. So. Um, that's one aspect of the rivalry. So Yankees are gotta continue to uh, uh, do well, not mismanage the bullpen, get hits, manufacture runs. Doesn't have to everything be home run or die, and just beat up on your opponents and see where it goes from there. Uh, we saw that they um, in the Cabrera game last week. Uh, we're not giving up that three thousand hit. Uh, they could have swept, but they didn't. Nonetheless, it was a bad eighth inning. Got to get these games and got to get them as much as you can, especially when all these other teams are playing against each other. So uh, got to keep an eye out for that. But also, uh, topic number two, uh, I want to say this. Topic number two with um, Yankee fans throwing things onto the field at the end of the game on Saturday. After the uh, Torres, well, first of all, congratulations to the Yankees and Glaber Torres where the game went ahead. But there is really no call for that, honestly. And I I think we talked about this before with fan-level series episodes on this platform, uh, especially um, fans getting really bold. It's really punkish moves, man. It's really coward, honestly. Um, Throwing shit onto the field, especially um, they know that the fans know that a lot of them are really just talking tough shit, and it's fat and sad because they know they're protected by security. They can try to get away with it. It's almost like fan privilege in a sense, because I bet you if there was no security, if there was no ushers or whatever, uh, to uh, or police, either or, uh, that fans will not really be engaging in what they're doing, because these athletes probably would go up in the stands of what they ask, honestly. Uh, I wish fans would stop doing this dumb shit, throwing things onto the field, uh, regardless of the sport, regardless of our team, but damn, I mean, it just is an ugly look because you're just getting right back to the flow of things as far, as far as the world where we know it, as far as fans going back to stadiums and arenas and fans throwing shit onto the field, knowing they could get away with it, and that's the punk move about it. And hopefully, I don't know, I haven't followed up on it. Hopefully, when they look into it, the fans that uh that would have been alleged to do such an act that they've been caught and and pretty much uh, 
uh, I guess I wouldn't call it fine, but uh, maybe banned for coming to future games or whatever, suspensions or something, you know. Because I always say uh, fans are the third avenue of uh, sports. You have your ownership, you have your players, and then you have the fans who drive the revenue. But driving the revenue doesn't mean throwing shit onto the field and being a jackass either. And that's just simply on call for them. We all know why, because they know they're protected. And um, and, I, and I saw Cleveland Guardian players react after the game saying the Yankees are classless fans. You know, you got a right to your opinion. You know, you experience something like that, and you don't necessarily see that in all games. Uh, you you know that it's one thing to be passionate about your team. You could be uh, savage, rude, boo, and all this other stuff. And you know, they make it uncomfortable in a in a, in a light app. But when you're throwing literally, literally, um, literally um, foreign objects, uh, that's damn near assault in a sense. Uh, there's no really new room for that in, in in the game, man. It really isn't. It's just a terrible look. I know that caught a little bit of headway headlines over the weekend. Um, as far as that, because the fans uh, was just dead wrong in their approach to doing that. It's just just flat out wrong. So I, I think there's been news and chatter that the Yankees are going to up the security for fans and up in, uh, in the field for throwing things into the field. That, and, it, and it is what it is. Um, don't do that shit, Yankee fans. Just don't do that stupid shit, man. Um I don't think they would allow that or liked it if, I don't know if they drove to the stadium or whatever, to be harassed, you know, you know put in a very stretch or reach of a hypothetical, you know, let's say these some of these players were hanging out on River, River Avenue after the game and, and they ran into these players and they, what if the players would start fucking with them? Uh, on, and then did they expect to retaliate and fight back? We'll see. Um, it's just uncalled for, and it need to be dealt with in, a, in accordingly in a, in a right and proper manner. That's how I see it for the um, for the players. I mean, for the uh, for the fans in the stands, man. Got to clean that shit up early and often. Get that shit out of the way, man. We don't need that shit in baseball, man. So we talked about the rivalries. Uh, you know, Yankees got to uh, continue to pile up series wins. Um, want to see all these other teams beat up on each other because it's going to come a time where the Yankees, Yankees got to play. Uh, they got to play, uh, you know, some of these same teams within the division. They already played Boston and Baltimore. Got to play uh, and Toronto. Got to, uh, you got to see these teams multiple times. You got to take advantage of the schedule where we see fit. So got to rack up these series wins as much as possible. Um, last topic, uh, and be real quick, man. Um, I saw this on the Sunday Night Baseball, and I thought this was interesting because we were talking about the at the start of the uh, this season with the uh, automated uh, strike calls that's going to be implemented next season. And you saw uh, the umpire in the Philadelphia Philly game versus the Brewers, where uh, uh, Angel Hernandez with the uh, well, he was making uh, interesting wide calls, ball calls questionable calls all throughout the game. But you saw, if you didn't see the game and go back and watch the highlights and pick it up on the video feeds, the sports websites or whatever, maybe from phillies.com, whatever, basicallybaseball.com, MLB.com. Uh, Kyle Schwarber lost his lunch uh, after that strike three in the, in, in the ninth inning, man. And I know Girardi came out uh, to defend his player, rightfully so, but uh, the, the call, you know, it, it was a borderline call. I thought it was a ball by, uh, by, the, pit, by the pitcher for the Brewers. 
if Kyle Schwarber, you know, let the bat and was tailing outside the ball, uh, maybe it would cross the plate, maybe by off, off the corner. But, I mean, he flipped and went bonkers, man. It, it was really um, Broadway-ish as far as the antics, the acting. And, and he was pissed, and I don't blame him for being pissed for the call because I think everything that led up to that point as far as the calls throughout the game and him being messed up, I say all this to say is what is – it going to be when we react when we get to the uh, uh, automated strike zone by the robots, you know, by the AI, the artificial intelligence. What's going to happen then if the, the computer gets it wrong? I am anxious to see that, okay, because, uh, you know, it could be a malfunction, it could be a glitch. Are we going to really trust the human over the uh, the robot, the computer, and um, right now, I know there's been a lot of testing over the minor leagues over the last several years. Will they make this the goal is to eliminate the human error of what we saw out of, of, of by by umpires like Angel Hernandez? But 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 that's what we want out of baseball, right? We want, or do we want it? Do we want that human error element? You know, so it's quite interesting to say or see as far as. The automatic strike zone, and you see the effects of it in the Sunday game on in April 24th on Sunday Night Baseball. The, the bad calls, the questionable pitches, it's very subjective. I mean, that's how it is with the uh, baseball and, the, and, the, and its uh, dynamics. Uh, certain umpires call a game in certain ways. They even got the stats, the analytics, the backup, what type of umpire you're getting, whether you, he, he's favorable of inside pitches or over across the plate. Or a certain type of pitches, if it's curves, sliders, sinkers, uh, split, uh, four seamers, two seamers, whatever. Like certain uh, umpires have a, way, a certain way they call the games, and it really kind of affects the way a, a batter likes to hit and how a team plays deep. It, everything's a domino effect, man. Is what I'm trying to say. And that uh, maybe that strikeout call could uh, early on um, come back and hit the Phillies if they're in a tight division race or a wild card race. They may look at this game versus the Brewers and say, hey, man, we had a shot. And things didn't really pan out uh, with the bats uh, in that game because of the way the umpire called the game. So I always look at things of what could be or what could happen or what is, you know. As far as uh, the, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, man, and Kyle Schwarber, man. And um, oh, let me see. Let me try to think of other games over the weekend. Um, you know, I want to go back over the cost. I was just not want to talk about our team. You know, the, the Yankees needed to do versus the Guardians what we expected them to do. So that's not no surprise there. Actually, it would probably be more of a conversation or more of a rant had they even only won two out of three. You know? Um Let's see, go back over the weekend, because I know, uh, we'll go back to the Friday game. Uh, yeah, when, uh, let's see, I'm trying to bring that up. Oh, yeah, I did see that, um, that, that, that Mets game, too. They had that, uh, the big game on Friday, it was the 6-5 win, it was a lot of deep home runs. I think McCann, uh, uh, McCann had a big home run in that game. But, yo, did you see, <laughs> yo, let me tell you something. Hold on, give me a quick second. Hold on. Let me see. So. Did you see the 21 spot? That's what one guy should have wrote down. I, could, I forgot to write it down to remind myself. 
The 21 spot the Cubbies had on the Pirates on Saturday at Wrigley. Did you see that, guys? That big uh, second inning with the eight runs. Um, I mean, that was damn near a football score, right? 21 nothing. Like, they kept on pouring it on all game long. They got a lot, uh, half, more than half their runs in the second and the eighth inning in that game. I wanted to bring that up, man. Just bring up the stats. Oh, that's another thing I want to bring up, too. I, I forgot where I saved that. I saw an interesting stat about batting average around baseball. Let me see if I can bring it up real quick. Uh, let me see if I can bring it up right here. Ah, here it is. Here it is. I, I'm going to give credit where credit is due because I didn't bring it up. So shout out to Alex Fast on Twitter, man. I saw a stat on Twitter, man. And basically, uh, according to uh, Alex Fast 8 on Twitter, baseball junkies and, and baseball uh, nerds, you know, analytics, uh, there are currently 56 batters hitting at or below 200. The league batting average as a whole is batting 231. That's the lowest league batting average in the history of baseball dating back to 1871. Now, you could have told the Chicago Cubs that on Saturday with the 21 point, I mean, 21 runs in their win over the Pittsburgh Pirates. But this is truly a home run or dive baseball era that by or escaped or masked by analytics. So let me get this straight. Currently active baseball players right now, 50 plus of them, are batting below 200. Now, I remember, oh, of course I remember, but growing up, I mean, you collect baseball cards, you always study the stats on the back of the baseball cards, uh, even reading the box score in the newspapers and all that. You always kind of kept tabs on who is doing well and what, okay? And, you know, I never thought I would see the day in baseball where a lot of baseball players are just sub-200 at their batting. I mean, it's been getting worse, and I've kind of been noticing that, but really didn't do the homework to research the stats because, obviously, somebody else is doing the stats. You can just give them the credit when you shout it out. But, I mean, I, mean, I thought it was quite common even, like, 15, 20 years ago, more guys in your lineup, more teams in their lineup will have guys batting over 300. And... It, 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 it was it was quite common. I mean, it was it's it's, uh, it's almost like a standard. Like you're batting over 300, you're a pretty damn you know, good baseball player. Well, now I would say points of that is, has dropped maybe 20 per points, 15 points on average. Just on average, if you're talking about 56 guys who's are batting uh, under uh, under 200, and 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 as the entire league is only at 23 percent, 231, that is not good. That is not good because that that really tells me it's really about the slugging. And baseball historically is not about the slugging, man. It's about putting the ball in play. You take what they give you. Now, if, you, if they take what you give you and it happens to be a ball you can launch to the – you can pull it, you can put it to opposite field, and cool, then you did your job, depending on where the guy is on base, if you can move, but guys over. Now – they're trying to do everything through just slugging and power and all that. And that's not necessarily how the game is played. And, in fact, you know my rants about our own team. That can cost you a season. It can cost you a season. So, like, are we really proud of the fact that the entire leagues are batting 231? Like, I don't think that's something to be commended by at all. You know, like, I see the Yankees put up 10 runs, but how often do they manufacture that every game and game out? You you know, you do that one game, you probably put up one or two runs the next game. Or just, just look at it, the fact that, 
you know, you know the, the, the status of the silver sluggers, guys, uh, their stats overall has gone down. I, I think it just seems like um, they don't really give a damn as far as just, you know, it's just, it's just okay. If, if, if it's about certain type of pitches you're seeing and, and spin rates off the baseball and how you can pick that up, and instead of just utilizing your, the barrel, I mean, you got stats on the barrel on how you – uh, trajectory off of a barrel of the bat. I mean, you're really looking into this shit more than it is. I mean, some of it is cool if you're into the nerd shit, but come on, man. It's really at the end of the day, man. I mean, you see a shift. Can't you have a guy who's trained enough to just try to pull the ball to hit away from the shift just to get the guy on base versus trying to do the inevitable and just try to squeeze it through a guy, a three-man infield? It doesn't make sense to me with these outs. And then that's another thing about the shift they were trying to limit it, the rule and all that. I, I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. But listen, man, I just wanted to jump on. And congrats on the sweep, I guess. Yankee fans, we must do better in the stands. We're going to watch all these other teams, when they play against each other, knock each other the F out as far as uh, rivalries because we got to stack stockpile of wins, automatic strike zones, and also – uh, you know, that's going to come into effect, so bye-bye to the human element of it. And then also, your batting average has got to step up, guys. And it's not all about the home run, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about the uh, putting the ball in play, man. Sangres, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hope you enjoyed the tidbit on the baseball. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?